0: Good evening, I'm Paul D'Arienzo with these headlines. The war continued to rage across the Gaza Strip on Monday as the death toll rose to more than 18,000 killed in 66 days of fighting. Hamas fighters attempted to block Israeli tanks from moving through bombed-out streets, and shortages of food brought fears of starvation. A global strike for Palestine took place around the world on Monday. Businesses in the West Bank closed in solidarity. The strike was called in response to the United States veto of a UN resolution calling for a ceasefire last week. In Washington, at least 40 protesters were arrested in the lobby of the United States Senate Hart office building protesting the veto. At the White House, 18 members of Jewish Elders for Palestinian Freedom were arrested after they chained themselves to offense. Police have arrested all 18 Jewish elder women who chain themselves to the White House fence just hours before President Biden is set to host the White House Hanukkah party as it funds and arms the Israeli government in its relentless slaughter of Palestinians. And this weekend came the news that a renowned Palestinian poet and his extended family were killed in a planned assassination by the Israeli military. The airstrike killed poet Refat Al-Arir, a lifelong Gaza resident who was on a hit list by Israeli security service. Anti-Zionist Jewish writer Richard Silverstein says Israel's genocidal war is aimed at intellectuals who embody the spirit of resistance to Israeli occupation. A poem in which he puts himself in the place of the Israeli soldier who's taken his rifle, and put the barrel of the gun between his eyes in the poem. And he says at the end of the poem, If you kill me, you kill yourself. That's how powerful I think his poetry is. And that's why he was viewed as such a dangerous enemy. By Israel. Meanwhile, a photograph of Gaza citizens who were rounded up by Israeli forces last week has sparked outrage. The lines of nearly naked men went viral, adding to charges Israel is planning ethnic cleansing of Palestinians. A State Department spokesperson, Matthew Miller, was asked Monday if the U.S. supported Israel's tactics in the war. We found those images deeply disturbing, and we are seeking more information, uh, both about the, the nature of the images and, of course, uh, why they're public in the first place. Have you gotten any responses uh, We are seeking more universe. information. I don't have a, um, a response at this point. And can I ask on this? And in related news, the World Health Organization executive board met for only the seventh time in its history. WHO unanimously passed a resolution underscoring the dire threat to the health of Palestinians in Gaza without a ceasefire. And in national news, last week, former President Donald Trump was speaking in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, when he addressed allegations that if reelected, he'd be a dictator. We love this guy. He says, you're not going to be a dictator, are you? I said, no, 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 other than day one. In an article in today's TruthDig.com, former judge Bill Blum says Trump is using a technique perfected by dictators. In that Cedar Rapids rally that he held on December 2nd, in which he said that Joe Biden intends to destroy American democracy and Biden and his allies disregard all laws and all norms and do whatever they want. And of course, this is exactly what Donald Trump has attempted to do and is telling you now that he will do if he's reelected. And special counsel Jack Smith on Monday asked the United States Supreme Court to take up and rule quickly on whether former President Donald Trump can be prosecuted on charges he plotted to overturn the 2020 election. Smith made his request to prevent delays that could push back the trial until after next year's presidential election. Trump is the 2024 Republican frontrunner. The trial is set to begin March 4th. In New York, dozens of protesters gathered at the state capitol in Albany, protesting Mayor Eric Adams' major cuts to social programs for the city. are not are not are not are not, cuts! not cuts! Public advocate Jamani Williams joined several city council members and advocacy groups to speak out against the cuts. The affordability to live in New York is the number one issue. And these cuts would make it worse. But I'll tell you what, I'm proud to stand behind, in front, and beside these advocates. I'm proud to stand behind, in front, and inside of New Yorkers and these council members who are stepping up. The mayor is cutting 5% of the budget this year and a further 10% next year, drastically reducing services to millions of New Yorkers. Paul DiRienzo, New York.